Welcome to the Samantha J. Murphy Show, where we talk about life, love, health, and well-being, and work towards building a happier life through conscious awareness and positive change. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Samantha J. Murphy. I hope you are all having a great week. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in last week for the first episode of the show. Hope you all enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please rate and review. And if you want to be sure not to miss out on any of the future episodes, please press the subscribe button. So anyway, on to this week's show, and I'm just going to dive straight into this week's topic, which is the unspoken reality of becoming a new stay-at-home mum. Now, this is a pretty big topic that covers so many different areas, but for today's show, I really want to focus on stuff that people may not talk about so much, the stuff that centers around the huge change that first-time mums experience emotionally and physically, starting from pregnancy to the beginning of life with a newborn. And these changes are important to highlight because a lot of the time, partners, friends or loved ones of a first-time pregnant woman or a new stay-at-home mum don't understand what's going on. So hopefully, talking about this topic will help them have a better understanding too. So let's start by talking about pregnancy. I know for some of you, pregnancy may be a breeze, you may feel absolutely amazing and that's great. But for others, pregnancy can be really stressful. Now don't get me wrong, pregnancy is exciting and wonderful, but everyone's experience of it is different. One thing that is the same though, is that every woman who is pregnant for the first time faces the same fact that she's never done it before. And I really think that this is where you have your first taste of how your life is going to change physically and emotionally. Even if you've read tons of baby books and watched lots of videos, when you suddenly realize that your boobs have gotten bigger and heavier, or your waist starts disappearing to the point where you can no longer bend over to paint your toenails, it can still be a bit of a shock, even though you expect it to happen. It can feel quite strange not having much control over what is going on with your changing body. Um, There's morning sickness that can go on for a few weeks or a few months. I actually had a friend that it lasted seven months for a pregnancy and we would literally walk down the road and she'd have to run and throw up behind a bush or a wall or somewhere. It was awful for her. And there's also some women that have skin issues as well as the mood changes um, that you get as your hormones kick in. You know, one minute you're fine, the next minute you're sobbing, you don't know why you're sobbing, and once you've had a good cry, you feel all right and you're fine again. And then this this goes up and down, you know, an emotional roller coaster of, of emotions um, that you just can't control. I remember in the very early stages of pregnancy where I didn't have that obvious pregnancy bump, I just felt like I had this bloated, uncomfortable belly as if I'd eaten one of my mum's humongous Christmas dinners and these big, heavy boobs that just felt like they didn't belong to me and seemed to suddenly get in the way all the time. After a few more weeks, I'm guessing I was about seven or eight weeks, I just couldn't get into any of my jeans, so I basically lived in leggings and baggy sweatshirts for the rest of the pregnancy and expanded into those and just bought bigger bras and some of those bras were were huge 
um, you know, it was amazing how big my boobs actually got um, during the pregnancy. Uh, you know, you've got absolutely no control over any of this. It's, it's just a, a very weird experience um, for someone with their body and just seeing it change. The physical change is certainly hard, but I think sometimes people on the outside don't realise that as well as that, you've got the mental and emotional change going on too. Um, some women choose not to tell people that they're pregnant uh, before the three-month mark, which can be stressful and actually hard to do. With my first pregnancy, I found out that I was pregnant very early, but no sooner had I told my husband, he had emailed literally everyone in his email list, which I was really not happy about, because I felt like it wasn't just me waiting for the three-month mark. Everyone else was counting down the weeks too, which added so much more pressure to a time when I was already worried enough about getting to the three-month mark. With my second pregnancy, I made my husband swear that the only people we could tell was immediate family, and so kept the pregnancy secret from everyone else. And that in itself was stressful too. Um, I would also be constantly worrying that, you know, my husband or I would slip up in front of friends if we went out for dinner. Um, and it was it was awkward too. I remember I'd be standing next to one of my friends who smoked. In fact, she smoked for years. And when she would light up a cigarette, I'd find myself speed walking away from her or running into the toilet for 15 minutes until she'd finished smoking. And she never actually said anything, but I'm sure she must have thought that was a little bit weird in those moments. I'll have to ask her actually, see what she said if she did notice my strange behaviour. Um, I'd turn down nights out with friends for drinks as well um, because I wasn't drinking and I didn't want to raise suspicions by sitting there with an orange juice instead of my regular glass of white wine. I just felt that the questions that I would get, I would crack under the pressure and the cat would be out of the bag and that would be it. So I just chose to just not go anywhere, just, you know, be quite antisocial. The pressure can feel really intense, especially in the first three months. And along with all the stress of, you know, the secrecy and uh, the way you're feeling and the way things are changing, you're you're worrying that the baby is growing properly and that everything is going to be okay. But once you do start showing, it changes again and it can seem like you've been thrown into the spotlight. You may experience lots of new attention from complete strangers. You can feel like a baby-making machine at this point. People might stop you in the grocery store and ask the same questions over and over again, such as, what are you having, a boy or a girl? Or, it's a boy, it's a girl. I mean, some may just shout out across the street, it's a boy, it's a girl. I know that happened to me, and I know people just trying to be friendly and nice, but, you know, I just used to walk away thinking well what's it to do with them you know I felt like this fascinating object um as my pregnancy went further along I became more uncomfortable physically and my hormones were going crazy especially towards the end um I remember sitting in the bath crying and my husband rushing in worried that something was wrong and I just looked at him blurted through the sobs I felt like a beach well, and with the baby constantly having her foot jammed in my rib, I was miserable. It's funny because to the outside world, it's all wonderful and joyous, and it is, but being the one who is pregnant can be 
really miserable sometimes. Um, you feel like you can't say anything to people because people are going to judge you for moaning and complaining and you have to suppress those emotions, which is stressful too. Um, as a pregnant woman and a new mum, it's perfectly normal to worry about everything and that everything will be okay. I'm sure a lot of you had those panicky moments when you were pregnant where you feel like having sex can damage your unborn child or you've eaten a piece of cheesecake that had, had unpasteurized milk in it and you read somewhere that pregnant women wasn't meant to have unpasteurized milk so then you spend the whole rest of the evening worrying about what an awful mum you are and it's you know it's nine times out of ten completely nothing to worry about unless you do something really crazy but most of the time you're too worried to do anything so you know it's it's unfounded but again you add more stress to yourself by sitting there worrying about stuff like that and I think for most women the final weeks of pregnancy are really really quite tiring and uncomfortable I know I got irritated everything annoyed me people touching my stomach annoyed me you know like it was some kind of freak show People asking me if I was going to have a natural birth. I mean, how did I know? I mean, you can have a rough idea about how you want to do it. But unless you book in for a cesarean, a planned cesarean, you really don't know. You know, you might go in and have a natural birth. Great. You might go in and you might, you know, want all sorts of medication and pain relief. Who knows? You've never done it before and you don't know what's going to happen, how the baby's going to want to come into the world. So you just have to go with the flow. I think my favourite annoying question had to be when a person asked me if I was going to have any more kids when I, you know, I hadn't even had the first one yet. Um, at the final part of your pregnancy, you just want the pregnancy to be over. You know, you're ready. You have no idea about which way the birth's going to go unless you've booked in for a cesarean. You're probably nervous or even terrified, but there's no turning back. You just have to get through it. You've got to do it. You know, there's no other way. You have to do it. And all you want is for your baby to be healthy and okay. It's funny when you're walking around about to give birth at any given moment, you get all sorts of weird advice about how to bring on labor, especially if you've gone past your due date. I had some tips. Often I would get them from old ladies in grocery stores ranging from telling me to eat spicy food, have sex in weird positions. And one woman even told me to jump up and down on and off the curb as if I was somehow going to shake the baby out. But, I mean, it was crazy. I used to have some really strange suggestions because my first baby was 10 days late. So it was lots and lots of suggestions and I didn't take notice of any of them. I just let my baby come when she was meant to come. Um, finally, when the baby arrives and, you know, you feel such joy and relief that it's all over, the baby's okay, everyone's fussing, bringing over presents, trying to get a peek or a cuddle with the baby, I think then it starts to hit you. You can see the change starting pregnancy, but you probably don't think about it until after you've been pregnant, when you look back. But... Once the baby arrives, the change becomes so much more apparent. 
your life has changed forever, albeit in a good way, but it has changed forever. I think once the dust settles, you know, your partner goes back to work, maybe your mum stays for a while and then she goes home. People, everyone, you know, come around and look at the baby and a cuddle. So, you know, it's all quiet now and it's just you, the new mum, with this tiny little human. And I think that mums realise that they, they really don't know what to do with this little baby. There's no real training for motherhood, even if you read all the parenting books and you did all the classes. You still will worry about everything your baby does and if it's normal or not. And you worry about doing something wrong. You're responsible for this little life. And it can be pretty scary for new mums and new dads too, I might add. You know, the nine-month anticipation is over and you come down to earth with a bit of a thump. It can be daunting and lonely and an adjustment like no other and can bring up an array of emotions that for some people they really find difficult to talk about. So I will say to all first-time mums, every day, start your day with saying, I've got this, because you have. And remember that billions of women have been in the exact same position as you are as a new mum. You're not alone. So take that pressure off of yourself straight away. You're going to do just fine. And remember that new mums are blessed with a new mum intuition. And even though they do tend to worry about everything, again, this is perfectly normal. A mum's intuition kicks in to help you. So if something doesn't feel right to you, then it probably isn't. So just listen and act on what your little voice is telling you, that, you know, what you need to do. And don't be afraid to ask for help. No one will judge you if you do. And you haven't failed as a mum either. It can take a village to raise a child. Remember that. It's also normal that you feel that you have to be with your new baby 24-7. But you're not harming your baby by taking a break when you need to recharge your batteries and look after yourself. You'll be a happier parent if you give yourself some love too. It's really about trying to get a bit of balance back into your life. If you're feeling overwhelmed and need a break, ask someone you trust to sit with a baby whilst you take a second to recharge your batteries. Even if they sit with a baby whilst you go to the grocery store by yourself, getting a few minutes alone time can really help you de-stress, especially if you're having a challenging day. Or if you can, even better, go and get a massage to help those stressed out muscles that have been working overtime carrying and feeding a newborn, as well as all the built up stress that you've got that you're carrying in your shoulders. Um, another thing is that it might seem like everyone is offering you their advice and you may feel that you don't want to take it, you want to do things your way. But sometimes if a trustworthy person who has had kids gives you a suggestion when things you were trying with a baby are not working, it really might be worth giving it a go. Every baby's different, so try different things and find what works for you and your baby and it makes your life a lot easier, you know. If you have a partner, make sure that you communicate your feelings to your partner and let them know that you need a help here and there and you also, 
express how you're feeling. Communicate feelings, you know. Um, don't let things build up until you end up exploding over something silly like not putting the lid back on the ketchup bowl properly. If you're completely on your own with a baby, try and take naps when the baby does so that you can get some rest too. Especially if you're up a lot of the nights feeding, you know, those little power naps can really help keep your strength up. Another thing I want to mention is don't worry about being judged, especially by people who barely know you or your baby and don't even have children of their own. For some unknown reason, a common question that people feel compelled to ask new mums is whether or not they're going to breastfeed. And even though it's really no one else's business, whether you do or not, as well as I think being quite rude, um, a new mum will often feel that she needs to give her answer and return and then... It's often met with a scowl if the answer doesn't agree with the other person's viewpoint. And there's other judgmental type questions such as whether or not you're going to give your baby a pacifier, whether the baby sleeps with you or in their own room. As I said before, it's no one else's business. Don't worry about what other people think of you. It's your baby and your choice. And at the end of the day, you're the only one that matters about the decisions here. Um... So just politely change the subject or make an excuse to leave the conversation and go in your way. Everyone has an opinion. Choose to listen to people who you trust and have helpful advice rather than judgmental people that are just making you feel bad about yourself. You're doing the best you can, like all new mums. Another point I want to bring up was about missing adult conversation. Being a new mum can be pretty busy but it can also be lonely when you realize that you're not spending time with other adults like you used to I would organize meeting a friend for lunch but not only was packing all the baby necessities an ordeal in itself getting to the cafe and hoping the baby would sit through the lunch and let me have a five minute conversation without screaming the place down made me a nervous wreck at times so I just didn't do it I ended up just staying at home um, it's also hard if you have worked full time in a busy job working with lots of people prior to having a baby and then you find yourself at home full time with no adults to talk to all day because everyone else is at work. Um, the adjustment can be really hard. Um, all of the things I've mentioned can add to the fact that as a new mum you can feel like you're losing your identity. People talk to you as if the person you was before doesn't exist. I felt people only spoke to me about baby things and I would do the same because that's what my life was. I was lucky if anyone actually asked me how I was. I never had the time or energy to read a novel and felt like I had nothing to talk about but the baby. And a lot of women, as they fall further into losing their identity, can fall into feeling depressed and in some cases a resentment towards their baby which can lead to postnatal depression, which is quite a serious condition to find yourself in. So if anyone does find that they're going down that road, please go and see a doctor and get some professional help to help you because it's very difficult to try and cope with that by yourself. The adjustment to being a new mum is certainly huge and it can take time to get used to. But you really 
need to work on your emotional and physical self. You need to give yourself some nurturing as well as the baby. Otherwise, you just feel like you're running on an empty tank. If you don't look after yourself, you can end up getting sick and you'll burn yourself out. So what I would say is build your support system. Though a lot of things are closed due to lockdown because of the current pandemic, you can still build an online support system. Many mums get chatting to other mums at parks or baby groups, but if that avenue is closed for you at this time or it just doesn't appeal to you, join a Facebook meetup group for new mums where you can share your worries, ideas and get support and tips from other mums in the same boat. Join another group, which is something that you're interested in that's not baby related. Maybe something you were interested in before you had a baby, such as photography or a cookery Facebook group, meetup group, where you can just be you and have some adult interactions with like-minded people. And don't forget, arrange a date night with your partner. It's important to go out and check in with each other, see how you're both doing in this new transition to parenthood. Take time to look after your physical body. And I know this is easier said than done, but doing an online workout or yoga class whilst your baby is sitting in his or her chair can be actually very entertaining for a baby. Babies can actually find it mesmerising watching mum jump up and down to music or doing yoga, so it can be a win-win. I'm sure a lot of you go for walks with your baby in strollers or baby carriers, which is another great way to get a bit of exercise in. And if you're lucky enough to have access to a pool, swimming with baby is great too. If you have someone who can watch the baby, other options are going for a run and gyms when they're open too. I know that you may feel that you haven't got the energy to lift a spoon, But if you can incorporate some exercise into your life, you will feel more energised in the long run. Being able to work out can be a great stress reliever to everyone, especially new mums. Now, I want to say this, make sure that you are eating properly. It's easy to grab a couple of crackers as you multitask doing 10 other things, but it's really not the healthiest way to go. There's some great books out there with simple recipes like I particularly like Jamie Oliver's Five Ingredients because it's really quick and easy and you can make yourself some healthy foods. And also making your stuff big pots of food like pasta sauces or a big pot of beans where you can freeze portions into containers. You can put them in the freezer and then just grab stuff out and defrost it when you're you know particularly busy. Um, makes it easier cooking dinners that way. Try and choose healthier options and steer away from junk food or foods that are high in sugar and saturated fats. Often new mums struggle with losing the weight that is gained during pregnancy. So eating healthily and exercising can definitely help towards getting your body back to what it was pre-baby. And I just want to add that often after childbirth, your changing hormone level may cause you to hold on to that weight a little bit longer than you expect to. So bear this in mind. If you plateau on the scales for a bit, stick with it. And eventually, as your body settles back down to its normal um, levels, the weight will come off if you combine it with healthy eating and some exercise. I just want to say that becoming a new mum is one of the most incredible things you will ever do. 
but don't feel guilty about yourself um as well you know taking time for yourself as as well as you know spending time with your new baby during this transition um from new not being a mum to a new mum the more routine you can get into the better it is for you and the baby you know try and put your baby down for a nap during the day and at that time do something for yourself I always found those chairs that automatically swing back and forth whilst playing music were a godsend. Not only did my baby um, lay there feeling nice and comfortable and relaxed listening to music, but more often than not she'd take a nap and it would allow me to get stuff done or even go and take a nap myself. As babies get a bit older, you know, there's things like those circular chairs where they've got lots of toys around them where babies can sit in the middle and bounce up and down, which is great too because baby's safe. You can see what they're doing and you can multitask and get some stuff done. There's also some great educational videos out there um, online uh, which offer stuff for babies featuring lots of music, sound and colours that babies love. Um, I think I used to have Baby Einstein uh, videos for my kids but that was a while back there's loads of them out there now um one final note i just want to say to all new mums that it does get easier as you start getting used to life with a newborn and that transition into being a first time new stay-at-home mum so don't give up keep going don't stress it's it's all going to be okay so on that note, I just want to leave it there for this week. But I also want to add that talking about feelings and sharing experiences can be really helpful. So what I'll be doing is posting the link to this podcast to my Instagram. And if any of you listening would like to add any comments, share experiences and interact with each other on that platform, please do because your experience could really help someone else. I'll also be posting it on Facebook and Twitter too. So that's it for this week. Um, Please follow me on Instagram, Samantha J Murphy 7. Facebook is Samantha J Murphy. And Twitter is Samantha J Murphy, M-U-R-P-H 7. I hope you all have a great rest of the week and I'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you.